Yeah, but you know what? I loved it. Listen, no one Langs loves to bang on Hennessy more than me. It, but that ball, uh, that was a weird thing to say. No, it's uh, perfectly normal and fine. Continue with your thoughts. All right, welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Shusko. Gentlemen, welcome back. Feels like we just did this. Yes. Feels like the first Part two. time. <laughs> I wish the... Uh, I Wait, wish I'm getting mixed messages right now. Feels like the... <laughs> Dave's singing something different than what you're saying, Brian. I'm making up my own song. He's singing a trashy old 80s... Rock song. I'm sure you know the name of the band, probably because I don't. What foreigner? Is that foreigner? I'm pretty sure. Of it's course, foreigner. I'm you fairly know. certain it's going to end up under your how to say segment later in our show. <laughs> no, actually, the how to say segment has its own music. Oh. Already, already been determined. Ah, very good. Man. Well, teaser for those. I love of it when he it, makes I wish, me work. I wish the uh, I wish the podcast was doing our Facebook Live tonight because I could show I would show what that tonight is an NBA basketball podcast. Oh. Oh, yeah, by, that's right. By my body's concern. You're wearing your Golden State Warriors vintage t shirt, The City. That's right. Wow. Yeah, excellent. Two out of three sports teams are represented <laughs> on the podcast tonight. Yeah. I'm just representing the black hoodie Under Armour. Scott's for representing sure. his uh, Twin City. This is not a baseball podcast, Minnesota Twins. That's right. But we're here to talk about English Premier League soccer. Yes, we are. Specifically, fantasy Premier League soccer slash football. For those across the pond, uh, we're here to wrap up match week 30. What is it? Four? 34? Yep. Four. 34. Match week 34. The final five matches were played during the middle of the week. We already reviewed this past weekend's matches for yeah. you. Check out your previous episode uh, on in your pod feed from our podcast. Uh, but here today, we're going to go over the five matches that took place in the middle of the week featuring. Five of the top six clubs in the Premier League. This was where the majority of your points were probably scored. If you're any good Maybe. at fantasy Premier League soccer, I don't know. There or, weren't many goals, Scott. Well, unless you own Diego were, Costa, there were points to be scored. But you're right, Diego Costa was the one big point scorer. We'll get to all that in a second. Do we need to wait before we get to this? I think we can get straight into the matches. Let's just do that then. Part two. Well, I, I want this to be said. Yes. This is the first time we've done two pods in one week. That's true. So this is sort of a record-breaking, ground-setting. I don't know if it's going to happen every week, but no, this week <laughs> no. it's going to happen. It is. Yeah. Well, it, it could happen a couple more times given the way the schedule is set up. I it think something could. like 19 out of the next 26 days of our lives are going to be filled oh, with man. Premier League how soccer. Great, how great is that? that it is, is really good. A dream come true. Good thing I saved up all my vacation days. <laughs> Because I'm going to need him. Hey, if your brother, Matt, obviously, which, listen, he's at home. I mentioned last week. He went home this past week, which is fantastic. Yeah. He's feeling a little bit better, obviously adjusting to the new life uh, without part of your leg. Yeah. Um, But if there's a time during the season (laughs) when you have to be at home and you can watch shows, especially English Premier League football. It's true. Now's the time. This is not a bad time. 
to be at home. There are fewer matches because uh, other tournaments are also coming to the end, but all of them are of the highest quality. Oh, yeah. Looking at you, Champions League, yep. Europa League, FA, FA Cup, Cup Final, La Liga. Yeah, Ghana's yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ghana's yeah. All right. Focus, gentlemen. Focus. Ozil. I that's, am that's focused. That's Ozil, by the way. Okay. Five matches. Here we go. All right. Fine. We'll jump right in to the matches. On to the matches. We start, as we always do, when they play the league leaders, Chelsea. 4-2 at the bridge over Southampton. And I wanted Southampton to buck up. And Tell me. just got blasted, Yeah, but man. tell me if you've heard these names before. Hazard, Cahill, and Costa with a brace. Oriel Romeu and Ryan Bertrand did what they could. But four two Chelsea with the win. Even even all the all right, so four you know, no no, three different Chelsea players scored. Diego with a brace, right? And then Southampton's two ex Chelsea players scored. So pretty much it was just if you had a relationship to Chelsea at this point, you were scoring. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh although I mean half the league has a relationship to Chelsea, so we could probably say that. They about most do matches. have about fifty two players loaned out. Yeah. And also no one well. Maybe a few people still own Ryan Bertrand, but very few should own Oriol Romeu at I this I would point. doubt it. Bertrand he, last year was a good own. Has not been a good own this year. Yeah, when he had Font and Virgil next to him in that back line. Now he's got Yoshida, who's decent. Well, he started the year with Font and Virgil. Jack Stevens, who... And it didn't make a difference. A guy. He's a guy that we've talked about, promoted for Jack a couple Stevens. of weeks. Jack Stevens. You need to own him the rest uh, of the season. I was going to say that Everyone who is not named Dave Azpilicueta or Thibaut Courtois had some impact on this game. Yeah, I agree. Since Fabregas, Pedro, Costa, and Alonso all got assists along with with Gabby Adini and Cedric Suarez for Southampton. Uh, No clean sheet again for Chelsea. Right. This makes 11 consecutive without a clean sheet. Their 10th consecutive non-clean sheet put them at their longest streak without one since December 1996, where they had a run of nice. 13 matches without a clean sheet. Good stat. Wow. Now, here's a question. Their next match is probably the hardest one still on their schedule with five matches to play in the season, uh, and it's uh, against Everton. You just gave the stat of 11, right? 11 uh-huh. consecutive matches without a clean sheet. Two questions for you, gentlemen. Give me the analysis. Will that streak reach 12 against Everton? And what are the chances Lukaku scores any of those goals? Well, if it's since it's Lukaku at home, uh, the chances apparently are exceptionally good Agreed. for him to score a goal. I mean, they're facing Chelsea, but I... I still feel pretty good playing Romelu Lukaku, given the stat you threw out. Now, that and, as if you watched this match, the th- the thing that was commented on routinely through the entire match was how pathetic Chelsea was on set pieces. Hmm. So if, and even- if Everton can mount any sort of attack of any kind that matters, and they can get those set pieces, I mean, they have the people to do it, I'm looking at you, Phil Jagielka. Ooh, uh, true. No, th- I just think mm. this is the time. Mm. Uh, if uh, is it, do you do you consider this a, is this a a, a a formal striker audition for Romelu Lukaku for Rom <laughs> going into the 
going into the Chelsea match Could in be. front of his next he, club. You know what's weird though is all the Costa stuff has has really calmed down, right? I mean, no Doesn't one's matter. You think it's still uh, they, gone? no? There's there's still talk. Gone. He's gone. They're, they've worked it out to the end of the season, but I think they've worked it out to the extent. Where is he going? That China. Good. Getting that China money? Maybe. Diego wants some yuan? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he wants he wants 150 million of whatever Gazillion it is. Gazillion yuan? Yeah. All right. Well, it's not going to hurt my feelings to see Diego Costa leave. No. He is uh, It would hurt my feelings to see Lukaku play for punk. Chelsea. Though. Yeah. It would hurt everyone's feelings to see that. I hope somewhere in there Lukaku is still burned a little bit that they sold him. Did they they cast him out? And and sold him to Everton, and I hope I hope that that burns enough well, that he doesn't. Go one back way or the other, the best way for him to really get his point across is to kick the ball into their net about Understood. six or seven times. Prove a point. I will captain him this week. Then. <laughs> Prove a point. And Rom has been a good play all year at home. Tell me, why don't either one of you own Hazard? I did. Principles. Do you under? I sold him. This got so annoying. I should have. I should have only asked Brian. <laughs> Brian, why do you only not uh, own Hazard? Well, I sold him last week. I made a really. It was an accident. It was on the phone. I used the the app, not the computer, and it was a uh, misplaced touch that that got me three transfers that I was not anticipating making. What? <laughs> Three accidental transfers? Yeah. Uh, At the moment, in the moment, it didn't (laughs) seem terrible. It was more of a, let me see how this looks. And uh, it resulted in in a lot of changes that I I didn't necessarily want all of them to be so permanent. And that's when your season vanished in front of your very eyes. Kind of. It did not help me. I can say that one hundred percent certain. It's very interesting. I got but you. But in that in that sale was Hazard. My point was this. This is my point because I know you want me to get to my point. Kind of is that out of the last eleven games that Hazard has played, four of them have been double digits, and one of them has been nine points. Yeah, he's been so great. He's been really. Really good, and I don't understand why people don't own him. His ownership percentage is probably not higher than thirty. I think that I think that with most Chelsea people, if what, only we have a way to know about that. If what I think is that I once I think there was a sense that Chelsea was dipping a bit. No, I agree. I agree. So, I thought their form would kind of you know they'd almost kind of go into the, a Leicester bit of a shell like Leicester did kind of last year just kind of grinding out one nothing wins and some draws just to kind of hold on to their lead their lead which now is only 4 points so they kind of can't just sit back and grind it out with the way Tottenham's been playing and um so anyways and it's also interesting Chelsea normally of course hates Arsenal but we'll have to root for Arsenal this weekend as the derby looms it's true. Thirty-one point five percent of FPL owners own on Hazard. Eden Hazard. Okay. And his recent run has uh, propelled him into second overall in midfielder scoring. Yeah, he's been he's been amazing. And again, picking a between Alonzo Cahill is my. I mean, you, that's like picking a Liverpool midfielder. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think you just pick. You just pick one because whoever didn't score last will score next. So Cahill just scored. Alonzo is now up to score. 
Yeah, it's I, his turn. I mean, I think like if I I I sold Alonzo a while ago, I don't. I mean, it might have been a bad man. Alonzo's so expensive, six point eight. That was exactly why. Good grief! Hey, Southampton Scott JWP, you've been on him for a while. You're off the JWP train. I'm only uh, I'm only on the uh, Gabby Adini train. And interestingly, for the last two weeks, I have kept him on my bench. My no low. Yep. Oh my no low. Kept him on my bench for the these last two matches since I bought him back. Yeah. And he's returned. Uh, honestly, you know, he put up five with the assist in, right. this, in this match. I think it's time. I'm probably going to go ahead and give him uh, a start. Give start him a run. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I think right now, uh, this is as this is the this Ooh. is your one chance to get him at his price. I know their schedule. I know, I know. that they have a lot of matches remaining. Mm. Uh, to me, I don't care who it's against. I would take my chances with him in all of those in all of those matches. The only the only risk, like we said last week, is depending on what Charlie Austin does. If if that has any impact on him, it. it hasn't had. No one else has had an impact on what he's doing. Manolo on the field. Manolo since when he plays for Southampton. He has been amazing in creating goals, yep. whether assist or scoring himself. Right. I don't think there's any way Claude Puel pulls him out of that lineup for anything. I agree. Right. I agree. And they host Hall in the next match, so it's definitely time to go ahead and put him in the lineup. Crystal Palace nil, Tottenham won. For about 80-plus minutes, it looked like Spurs would drop points in the title race. Didn't happen. Christian Eriksen bailed them out. With like a thirty-yard strike, what? Yeah. It was. That was a Wayne Hennessy one special. Best ones we've seen in a while, though. Wayne Hennessy special. Yeah, but you know what? I loved. It. Listen, no one loves loves to bang on Hennessy more than me. It, but that ball, uh, that was a weird thing to say. No, it's uh, perfectly normal and fine. Continue with your thought. That ball that Erickson kicked was not only knuckling, but then. Took a weird dip and then bent to the corner of the net. Yeah, bent yeah. away from Hennessy. Yep. on that bounce to the corner, and he probably thought that he could dive towards that corner and knock it and or I, th- I think he probably thought he was going to be able to hit it in the air, but it dipped and had that dumb yeah. little weird bounce in front of him, and ended up bouncing over him, and he he yeah. couldn't do it. I mean, it what it was a heck of a shot, and if you're going to win a title, that was. You can look back. If Tottenham somehow squeaks this title out, which I doubt it, but if they do, this is that game that was like, oh, wow. This that, is one, that kept them alive. That's exactly right. This is one that you have to win to compete for a title. Away, a London rival at Crystal Palace. After Chelsea has already Palace played. Crystal Palace who has been – who beat yep. Arsenal, who Liverpool. beat Liverpool, who beat Chelsea. Yep. Okay, This is a Crystal Palace team who has gotten up for the big games and the Spurs survived. It's true. After Chelsea already, you know, extended their lead uh, the previous day too. So yeah, very very big win. If you own Erickson, he dropped an eleven on this one. Uh, 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 the other guy, Delhi Ali. Delhi missed a six. Missed a pretty easy one. Yeah, but he still put up six points for you, which is respectable. Kyle Walker with the clean sheet. Delhi Delhi killed me on that. Five Delhi. Five points for Walker. Basically. Uh, In spite of the one goal, if you played the right Spurs, you still benefited by maxing out on your Spurs. Hey, next match for Spurs. It probably doesn't matter who they're playing, although I hope it doesn't happen. But Sun 
who had been hot, only had he only played forty five minutes. Yeah, he came on. We were we can get to it in the injury, injury roundup. roundup. Okay, uh, but son, yes, I'm sure I was one of the people who was sorely disappointed yeah. by his hot form being completely crushed. At least he we've been four- saying that that this he's the prime Listen, candidate to do, to, he to get some out. His last four games, right? His last four games up until this last one. Six, seven, nineteen, and ten. Okay. I know. I get it. Yeah. He it's the second time where he's been the best player over in the Premier League over the course of a few to like three to five matches. Yeah. And has absolutely no issue from Pochettino going straight back to the He's just the odd man the out. He's the odd man out. And it, there's a, a reason though why when things were struggling and, and that first half was a struggle. Pochettino went straight to Sun after the half, right. subbed him in, made a couple of changes. Yeah, obviously, and, this and the big change is that it's Musa Dembella who is who is an injury concern. Yeah, Son comes on for him. It's been Son or it's been Dembele and Dembella and Wanyama yeah. as the as the main two midfielders there. If if it's gonna be Son. Like to me, it seems so unstoppable to have Kane, Son, Erickson, Delhi. Yeah, I, those what, those four. Even... I mean, it seems like you're gonna. It's just such a soft middle. That's the right. only problem. You've got to move Eric Dyer up into the midfield, so, which can be done. Right, and so now the question is: if Dembella is not fit, what's going to happen? Mm. Does Musa Sissoko? And when Yama start, or does Which it just go right back, back to Sun? Just again? step back. I mean, it, it, you bring Sun in and and take out Dembele and move Dyer up. I mean, that's a very uh, aggressive. That's that's an offensive shift in your starting eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it almost requires Pochettino to play a back four. Uh, which, you know, if you have Elder Vireld, you're probably safe no matter what. Um and Vertonghen. Well, and they Vertonghen. and they have a they have a choice uh coming up. So Yeah, but they can play a back four. Walker played and then they can have uh Trippier indoor Davies play. So I I I mean Yeah, they'll figure it out. In the meantime, the same three that you've been playing, go ahead and keep playing them, right? I mean the only thing I might change right. I mean what? But now there's hesitancy with Sun. Well, it's the same as it's always been. Honestly, no, but it hasn't been it early has been. in the season, especially that for that since one Kane time. returned. We we right. warned people when Kane returned there would be a hesitancy with Son, and that's exactly it. It's it. We we were right on that one, unfortunately. No, we were wrong, but then right. Well, initially we were wrong because he's nothing changed. Well, as I soon guess. as he got a chance, ever, uh, yeah, he he had he when he first started again when Kane got hurt, he had one match where he didn't he had no return and then blew yeah. up again. Uh, the other issue for Spurs coming up for all the defenders, but m- mostly Ben Davis, is that Danny Rose is first team training again, which is good. That's He's got good a little orange him. triangle so next to his name, that, not red. Right. So he he is a he is a question mark, but trending upwards. That that could change too. You know that yeah. I mean I doubt that they're going to throw him back out there. They're not going to put him back out. For I am playing all my Spurs, no matter who the opponent is. The only thing I might change is whether or not one of them is my captain. But at this point, until yeah. something yeah. drastic, drastically different happens, I'm still playing my Spurs. Yeah. Uh, I assume Brian, you'll talk about Mamadou Sako in the injury roundup. That was a yeah. gruesome, yeah. weird fall. Yes, definitely. 
that he had. So we'll and get to that listen, later. Our, Palace, Zaha. The, yeah. This result's not changing anything, I think, of Zaha. Yeah. No. Big Big Sam was Big Sam knew what was going on. He knew he was he ended up being the most right out of all of this. That they just they just it, it the short turnaround and Spurs having an extra the extra day. day it, it, I mean, it looked like about a one nil difference between the two of them. That's true. Mm-hmm. Palace played Palace played I mean they they were it was a noble effort. It's true. Good try, guys. It's true. And, I mean, you probably were hoping for more. I know I was from Zaha playing two matches this match week. But, you know, he didn't hurt you at all, at least. Manchester City, nil. Manchester United, nil. Not a whole lot by way of the old fantasy score sheet on this one. Obviously a pair of clean sheets, so any City or United defenders. Valencia would have given you clean sheet points in this one if you don't him. The story really is about all of the drama. There's no fantasy story here. It was the all the drama. The story, Scott, is they both only got one point. Where are you yelling at? That is the story. And that Which is Arsenal exactly what I'm saying. And Liverpool got, this is a great result for them. It's true. It's a fantastic result. It's true. Liverpool needed it after losing over the weekend. Arsenal obviously benefited after they earned three points. Spoiler for the next match we're going to talk about. Yeah. I, I want to talk about the storylines here. First of all, we have an award to give out. Uh-huh. Let's go ahead and just give out the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week Award. To right Ander here. Herrera. Right here and right now. Not to Ander Herrera. Aww. This one is, is... Usually we give out this award based on the quality of the crap miss. <laughs> but this one is based on quantity. Sergio you have, Aguero. Correct, Sergio Aguero. When All you right. have 300% of the shots as the entire rest of the team you're playing against, you're going to get the Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week on quantity alone. Nine shots for Sergio Aguero to United's three. Mm. No goals. Wow. Sorry, Sergio. You win the Cameron yeah, Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week. He had some good chances. Hit and the bar it, early on. Yep. Yeah. Uh... My favorite thing uh, that happened is yet again. I, I don't know what Jose Mourinho is trying to do. I, I know, I'm not sure what his motivation is in being so demeaning <laughs> towards to Chris, to Chris Smalling yeah. and to Phil Jones. He hates he hates British players. If I was Smalling or Jones, he said prior to the match. If I was Smalling or Jones, I would play Thursday with anything. I would do a last push. If they have a crazy mentality like I have, they would. If they are a safe thinking and they are surrounded by people with the same mentality as they have, it's more time, more cautious. Wow. I mean, what are you doing to what I mean, I get like if they've got a problem and you feel like they're just babying their way through, it just never seems like players are trying to do that. And by the way, how bad do you have to hate Luke Shaw to not even get him a minute uh, when you have 50 guys injured? He's not even getting a And he played well. He'd been playing well when he'd seen action. Yeah. And Phil Jones has worked hard this year. It's not like... I mean, right. Chris Smalling hasn't seen the pitch much, but Phil Jones has played, and he's he's put in a good effort. Daily, so, Blin- Daily Blind is not a center back, and he's playing center back in their place. If you're Mourinho, we've talked about how he doesn't do well with millennial soccer players. 
and and how he just doesn't get the next generation. If he thinks that this is motivational for Jones and Smalling, I think he's probably terribly mistaken. Yeah. And or, you know, honestly is it might be the reverse. He might know what he needs to do in the summer already and he's just trying to make it easier for them to go find another club. Yeah. I mean, I just don't it just doesn't seem like it's going to do anything to get them out any quicker. Uh <laughs> you think? <laughs> I mean, uh United have endless issues with injuries. So Pogba doesn't play. Yeah. Uh and who knows how soon he's going to be back and and knowing that you still have really impo- a really important everything left with Europa League and you still have your you know a double week coming up at some point. I mean, it just doesn't seem like they're going to do anything to rush guys. It's like the simultaneous like you you can't afford to rush guys like Pogba back because he admitted this this week that it was because of overplaying Pogba mm. that he was hurt. I don't know how much you can buy that because it was a, he didn't get hurt till the end of the burn. It was the last thing Pogba did against Burnley was get hurt. Yeah, it was that. It was what do I forget what we said? It was like in the eight, well into the eightieth, probably close to the ninetieth minute. That's right. Uh, Jesus is back. That's the big uh, fantasy yeah. storyline for Manchester City, and he looked strong. Of course, he did. Every time he stepped on the pitch, he's looked good for them. They so did, here's they here's, did cut to him at yeah. one point when he he bent over and grabbed his foot. Yes, to sh- it, I noticed it that. looked like to stretch, but I was surprised they didn't come back to that. Yeah, because they I just agree. didn't. They kind of let the moment go, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 wait!" wait. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wait, what did he just do there? there? Yeah, is, is Pep seeing this? Yeah, like, that, that was my next thought. Right. No, I agree with you. But he he played really he, well. He scored. He was he offside. offside. He scored clearly offside. I tell you what, though, he, he was, was a full body offside. offside. Yeah, but the way he dipped back around. All right, stop it. <laughs> the referee made a great. You call. have a crush, a soccer crush on Gabriel Jesus, and it's showing. He's right a now. stud, man. He is. There's no question. Here's the question. Here's the question I have next. This is what Gabriel Jesus did. He walked in mid-season and he looked over to Aguero and he said, "Hey, Aguero, you've been leading the league for the most part in scoring for the last three or four years." You're the you're you're the big man on campus here. Why don't you go sit down? I'm gonna take all your playing time. And then he got a little injury, and now he's back, and he's gonna tell Aguero to go sit down again. Well, that's and the that question. Is ballsy. That's the question, Dave. They played together yeah. uh, to try to go get the three points at the end of this match, but that didn't work well earlier this year when Jesus was first playing, uh, and it and it resulted in Aguero getting benched while Jesus was playing well. My question for you is, what is going to happen next? We have not been able to predict Pep at all this year, but what will happen next? So let's, let's try to start now. Yeah, why not? <laughs> will Aguero be benched, or will he try again to play both up front? I think Jesus goes back to starting as soon as Pep feels like he's in. He's back up to the health, physical form for full of health. It. Yeah. I think it's going to depend. I, I mean, as someone who just sold Zlatan. Why should we be surprised? Because this has happened earlier this year. We were like, well, there's no way he's just going to start in front of a... Oh, he he just started in front of Aguero. I agree with you, but Aguero is... I mean, this was the end of like a string of like seven matches in a row with a goal, it seemed like. I, I Don't quote me on that, but he was, he's been in a good run of form. Sure. Aguero wasn't playing well before when Jesus Listen, took his spot. Aguero's, but he's been playing we, well. Aguero's man. last five. Yeah, he scored in. Seven, eight, nine, six, and two. Yeah, Up sc- until today... He had scored in his last five Premier League matches. There you go. Great. He's been in a great run. He was not earlier when Jesus took his starting spot. And we should be talking about 
one of his goals today, right now. We, we should be. We should absolutely. Be talking I mean, about with his goal. nine shots. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But it didn't happen. Jesus came in. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't see anything good in terms of fantasy happening for Sergio Aguero moving forward for for the last four game weeks. I don't see it. At best, they both start up front, but when they tried that, it didn't work well. I don't know what to do. I I now own Aguero, and I don't know what to do. I was going to say, as someone who sold Zlatan to buy Aguero a week ago, (sighs) Uh, the last thing I want to see is Jesus. And I had Jesus last time when he started playing well before he got hurt. Whoever I've owned, I've cursed. So (laughs) it's no shock that Aguero scored the last five weeks and I pick him up and he doesn't score. I mean, does that shock anyone? They so, play, Manchester City plays at Middlesbrough, home to Palace, Leicester and West Brom at home in their double week, and then at Watford to finish the season. It's pretty good. This is as good of a, of five matches that are or six matches, five matches. How many? Born how with, many is there born when with, I can count? Uh, One, two, three, four, five matches yeah. remaining. That's as good of five matches as anyone is going to have. Bournemouth has better, I think. But yeah, it's good. They might score twenty more goals that, well, in the league. To me, year. to me, maybe. Honestly, I I would love to do what you said, Scott, last week, which is own Vincent Company. I would love huh. to do that. Yeah, it's that's just probably that's, he's yeah, a lot. That's a good well, that was call. good. That was good fantasy analysis by us. I want. Look, I still want to own Leroy Sané because he is as he is the next safest guy, but at this point, right now, and Sané came you, on strong. Sané Jesus got into the lineup the first time. Sané came on yeah, strong with I, Jesus. Sané and and right now, if you want to get Jesus right now, yeah, do it. Get Jesus right now. You know that unless he breaks another toe. At the very least, he's going to get significant Man, minutes off the bench, and he ha- he's already shown what a what a pure danger he is. He is he is eight point six. I know it's as cheap as he's going to be. No, I know, but that is that really? I mean, are you, assuming that you cannot completely plan on him being the starter yet, because we just don't know. So be so because of that, it's just shocking to me that his price is that high. He went down. He started at nine. Yeah. He's the only thing it. that's more shocking to me is the fact that Daniel Sturridge's price is still at nine point six. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, Jesus being at eight point As long as no one owns him, it doesn't matter. Uh, does anyone own him? No. Not in this league. Good. Anyways. I'm sure somebody does out there. I don't know what to do. I guess I'm gonna keep a grill. I curse him. Does anyone by the way, do you guys want to curse anyone? Tell me. Tell me who you would like to be bad for the next couple weeks. I will buy them and watch them decline. Uh, this Anto- has happened all year. Antonio Conte. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, I any can, Chelsea player. I can player. do a pretty good Antonio Max Conte. out on Chelsea players for us, would you? Just for fun. Just to create the drama that we want in the league. You're Fair enough. I Let's own Hazard. Uh, I will pick up Costa. And I will pick up uh, Alonzo. Sure. I will make wholesale changes. I, I'm already in a position where I can't win the league. So I'm interested in cursing. So not cursing, figurative. You know what I mean. I, I get you. Hexing. Hexing. I mean, if it made a difference, I'd say go ahead and just buy John Stones and, and seal his fate. <laughs> he didn't play this match. Yeah. He's now 69. Because he plays for Pep. And, I mean, he's injured. 
69th in defender Pep, scoring. Hey, Pep, who are you going to hey, start? ask me how much, uh, how, how many people own him. Hey, Scott, do you have a John Stone's ownership update? I sure do, Dave. He is owned by 15.1% of FPL owners. It's dropping. 69th in defender scoring. Unbelievable. It's He's dropping. fulfilling a lot of England quotas for people right now. <laughs> John Stones. Are you kidding me? Uh, we got to mention one more name before moving on. Marilyn Fellaini. That what was a stooge, man. He is the biggest thug in the league right now. I think that's safe to say, right? No. Maybe Costa. How, he just does, like the big floppy curly mop on his head. I'm just shocked. So I don't know or how to say guy. Well, had, we'll get had there. one moment of it, but he did. I, but but Fellaini, it's every week. Yeah. Every week he's elbowing and knocking down and now headbutting at will. Finally, Sergio Martin Atkinson. Aguero, Sergio Aguero should get a quarter point for baiting that. I'm it I'm willing to give it to one him. One of the most amazing you know exactly what you're doing. You got your I head agree. there close enough. Yeah. But he's the guy with the reputation. And he leans in a little bit more cuz Sergio kind of leaned in a little bit. Sergio put his head forward. He was going to go in there and they were going to they were going to rub noggins. Yeah. And they're going to no. give you a forehead rub. No, it was all to get Fellaini to make the motion. And yeah. then it was a it perfect flop it right in front of the referee. Fellaini. Right after he got a yellow card. Fellaini. 19 as, seconds. As anyone saw, if anyone watched Men in Blazers or anyone who was paying attention close enough to the match, it wasn't even before the graphic was done coming up from the replay of his <laughs> tackle. It was right after the, they were doing the, the screen wipe. They come back to chaos, and there's there's big dumb Fellaini headbutting. I hope his uh, I hope his suspension is long and painful. Arsenal one, Leicester nil. The only goal in this one, a negative goal. Robert Huth with an own goal. Monreal decided to blast it in off of Huth just to increase the degree of difficulty. Yeah, gunners, yeah. Nice. Uh, this one was interesting. Little uh. Little tactical in yep. nature. Leicester was really trying hard on those counters. Arsenal being cautious of those and and being a little careful in their attack. Uh, but hey, Monreal getting the getting the goal off of the uh, the Hooth bounce. Dave. For me, the fun was all in the last ten minutes of this match. If this match had gone five minutes longer, we'd seen a lot of red cards in this one too. I, this this is, these referees it, need to get control of this, these it games. Was, it was the historical frustration of Leicester City. They, they unable just can't to beat unable to beat Arsenal, and it finally. At I'm the, just surprised the end, that, that there was it, this it much ended with with Fuchs throwing a ball at, at Alexis. <laughs> no, it started with Fuchs doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> I just don't understand really why. It's so funny. Lester has such a small man syndrome to Arsenal, like when they real they're a small club. I can tell what you. What do you why? expect? I they're a small club with a fluky year. I don't see it that they're way. They're a small club with no, a fluky year. I don't see it that way. And and I don't know why. Yeah, come on. I'm yes, paper. they are. Dave. On they're, paper, they're, Arsenal's supposed to win this. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Dave, Arsenal beat thing. them last year. No, that's not the thing. This was Dave, Alexis. The reason why is because Leicester haven't beaten Arsenal since November 1994. Sure. Okay, so there's so. that. But this is more about Alexis being a big pest. Which that's he all, is that's a what, pest. That's what it was. This was about. And He's after almost 80, as much of a pest as Suarez. And after, Suarez was on, is on his game. True. True. And after like 85, 86 minutes. Lester had enough. 
And I mean, okay, so you know Christian Fuchs. It's late. It's what is it, 89th minute or something? It's right before stoppage time. Christian Fuchs is going to do the long throw in, something he's very good at. Obviously, it's something that you are very leery of if you're Arsenal. And so, yes, you know, Alexis is wanting to try to curtail that Let's long throw in as much as possible. All right. All right. You're right. You set that up really well. I want to say this. Mm-hmm. Fuchs is, I don't know his height. I would say at least 5'11", close to 6 foot. Okay. Okay. Sanchez is like 5 foot 7, 8 maybe. Fuchs is throwing the ball with two hands over the top of his head. Sanchez is standing close to him on the sidelines, does not jump. Okay, so he is in no way. You you see my yeah, point here. Yeah, yeah. Fuchs is throwing the ball with two hands over his head, launching it into the air, and he's concerned about five foot eight or seven Alexis Sanchez standing in front of him. Now the funny thing was is Fuchs at last at the last second, or maybe he planned it the whole time, didn't launch it up in the air, but literally. Threw it as hard as he could at Sanchez's head. And that's the moment when I cheered the loudest. I loved it. I, I don't have anything against Alexis. I kind of like I it, too. I, I guess it it's kind of funny. awesome. It's kind of funny. You never see that, yeah. and he, he did. And what was the best part about it was Alexis got the yellow card in that situation. Which is crazy. It, it was so good. I don't know if they gave him a yellow card because of simulation because he fell down. Well, yeah, because he turned around, took two steps, and, and then, then reached for down. his face. Now... <laughs> What happened <laughs> on, fake ever on social so media, he shows a busted lip, mm-hmm. okay? Now, was it like, did it require stitches? No, okay? But it, it Fuchs' throw went off his shoulder and glanced his face. It did hit his face a little bit. Was it, did it deserve a collapse? No. I mean, come on. But, you know, let's, I mean, that that's, that's part of the soccer game that's still around a little bit is the... So, you know what, fair I enough. I love that he got the yellow card. And then about five minutes later, Robert Huth, still upset about the lack of a handball call, gets a yellow card for uh, for arguing with the official. Still upset about that. He kind of does a kind of a half body slam on Alexis to the ground there at the end. It was fun. It was just fun. This is a match that only meant a little because Arsenal is still in the top four battle. No question, they're definitely in that battle. So Leicester's not really playing for anything at this point. It, it, to look, have that kind of drama and fun at the end was a blast. And I disagree with you earlier, Dave. I thought the referee handled it perfectly, given where this was in the match. Absolutely. Didn't make a misstep at uh, all. All right, so... so and what, this is me talking. Right, so what happens... You hate the referee. I know. What happens when there, someone's about to take a free kick and two guys just on the opposite team run up kind of stand in front? Referee stops the play, moves them back, right. sprays the line. Gives them a warning or such, right? Yeah. Okay. So in this sense, now, if he was giving a Sanchez a warning, or if he gave him the yellow card because he's not allowed to approach the thrower, or you're supposed to give them two yards, whatever the distance is, that's different. He was inside that. But my point being is if you're going to, you know, in the, in the run of play, stop play, back them up, move them back 10 paces or whatever, and do this, the, you know, disappearing spray line, then... At that moment, instead of just, you know, assuming Sanchez hasn't done this earlier in the game and hasn't been warned, I think the fair thing to do, if you're giving him a card for being too close to the line, right. is say, hey, back it up, right? So I don't know. I mean, it's 
again, but we don't. We're not in the field. We don't know what's yeah. being said. We don't know what's going on, and it's tougher to gauge the temperature of things. So that would be my my only my only point to that. Yeah. I just love it that you know what when Lester's put to the fire, they turn into little whiny. B- Dave, and that's play, awesome. Dave, let's play How Well Do You Know Your Own Players? Yeah, Gunners, yeah. Dave, how many games has Nacho Monreal missed this season? Zero. No. Oh! Uh, the answer... No, Premier League or like total games? Premier League matches. I, I would have said zero. I, the, the answer would have been the same. The answer is two. He did not play against Sunderland in t- week 10 and Hall in week 25. He's question, better. question two. Okay. In the games that he's played, how many games has Nacho Monreal not played the full 90 minutes? He never, no, I would say he never comes off. You're wrong. <laughs> the answer is two. Again, he played 73 minutes against Watford week three. Okay. He was a sub at 71 minutes against West Brom in week 18. Mm. Other than that, Nacho Monreal has played every minute of every. He's minute. played more minutes than any other Arsenal defender. He is 5.8 dollars. Yeah. Would you buy Nacho Monreal? So. This is what's interesting. So he scored. You bring up a really valid point. I hadn't thought of this. He scored. He did not technically score this game. It was a Robert Huth goal. He created it. He shot it. Deflected off Huth. He did score the game before. Arsenal, the last three games, and I don't know, I guess because they're struggling, decided to change to a back three with wingbacks being Monreal and Oxlade-Chamberlain. And since they've done that, they have not lost. They've won three in a row. So I wonder, Monre- and Monreal now sort of has two goals, one and a half goals. Let's give him that. Yep. In the last three games, at a at a cheap rate. And as, as Arsenal defenders go, since you're not gonna buy you're not gonna buy Bellerin, too expensive. Yeah. Because Shelney is also over $6. To me, that seems a bit much. Nacho is in that range of high dollar amount. He's he's still less than 6 Yeah, which seems attainable for most folks. And Arsenal Arsenal still has two double weeks. In week 36 and 37, Arsenal has two double match weeks. So what you could do is don't hmm. pick him up this weekend at White Hart Lane. Okay, because I doubt yep. Arsenal's going to shut out Tottenham at home. I'd love to see that, but let's be honest, I doubt it. But then they, they're home to United, at Southampton, at Stoke, home to Sunderland, home to yep. Everton. You don't hate any of the matches that are remaining. You don't love them against Spurs, but, I mean, come on. What, I mean, No, it's a really good, good point. And it's very curious because he's gotten in scoring positions the last two games because of being in that wingback position. I just wanted to make a quick case. Or Nacho Monreal. And you succeeded. Very interesting, But enough Brian. fantasy talk. Let's go back to the street violence. There was another situation <laughs> that occurred yeah. in this match, and that had to do with some guy, with the, the uh, Wes Morgan replacement, whose name we don't know how to pronounce until Brian tells us here shortly. Yes, ma'am. In our na- next installment of How to Say it with Brian J. I, 
Hey, for the record, I know you're not a lady. Thank you. Mm. He gave new meaning to the phrase climbing the ladder using yeah. Olivier Giroux's back uh, man, as you know a what, stepping stone. You know what at least back. one uh, one article called it? A specky. That's <laughs> a rugby term. Oh, a specky. A spectacular. It's it's a it's abbreviation for a spect a spectacular uh uh I, I forget what it is, like a move or something like that. It's it's when a player cl- climbs the back of another rugby player to make uh, a play, to make a catch. A specky. So you're saying that this guy forgot what sport he was playing for a moment. The music Suck. for this week's How to Say, yeah. David, will be Street Fighting Man. Yeah. The Rage Against the Machine cover, not the Rolling Stones original version. We need aggression here, David. Do you understand what I'm I saying? I understand. My dilemma oftentimes is finding instrumentals. But oh. if I can't, well, anytime I can throw some rage on there, I will do okay. it. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you what it is. Street this killing week's man? How to Say scares me. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> because man. I only have really have negative things to say about this guy. <laughs> I'm honestly afraid that he will come find me. Oh. That it- guy, man. This French-born Tunisian footballer is currently playing Australian rules football for Leicester City as a defensive player. He was signed by the Foxes in August 2015. Hasn't played a whole lot this season, really, until West Morgan got injured. Honestly, between him, Vasilevsky, and Vardy, Leicester have the most back-alley stabbing-looking roster (laughs) in the Premier League. (laughs) Those three dudes look like they would... They really would murder a stranger. <laughs> Johan is his first name. In Arabic, his last name is Bin Alwan or Ben Alwan. But for our purposes, his last name is Ben Aluan. Oh. Now, you've probably heard a lot of people are going to hear people call him Beneluani, Beneluane, but announcers who say that, show me where the accent is at the end. Every French announcer that I could find that that used his name called him Beneluan. They, tr- they just left it flat at the end, I say, because there's no accent on the E at the end. Your Leicester City gonna come after me and and <laughs> shank me defensive yeah. stabber. Oh man. Specky specialist. Sorry Olivier Giroux's <laughs> back. Yeah. If there was a love handle there, he might have gone higher. Johan Beneluan. Wow. I like it. Wow. I like Look it. At that. Good stuff. Wow. It was dirty. It was, and I and and anyone who anyone who slowed it down saw that it was it was the it was the Tyrone Mings uh, Zlatan head stomp of back climbings. Uh, He he knew what he was doing. Hey, no question. I agree. I don't like that guy. Listen, I want to make a quick correction. I just in case anyone noticed, I did say Montreal scored sort of one and a half goals the last two games. I was referencing. The FA Cup match that was against Manchester City. So technically, in the Premier League matches against Middlesbrough 
and Palace. He did not score, but that goal I was referencing was the goal against City. So anyways, just want to throw that out there. But they changed their formation against Middlesbrough, and then they played it against City, and then again today, or you know, this past uh, couple days or whatnot. So. Yep, we accept your correction. Anyways. Middlesbrough won, Sunderland nil. The lone goal here, Martin Darun. The only thing I want to say about this match is my Ben Gibson experiment paid off, uh-huh. dropping a seven in this match. That's yeah. the clean sheet plus Get bonus you. points. So, hey, finally, two matches, Ben Gibson, it worked. Now he plays Manchester City, and he's going right back to my bench. If there's ever been a more meaningless match to watch, I don't know what the, I don't know what it is. I told you guys before we started, I watched four of the five midweek matches in their entirety. Guess which one I didn't watch? This one. Yeah. I I don't know what you're, you're doing. Why I, why would you? I mean It's not because it's not because Jermaine Defoe is bad. But if you're still hanging on to Jermaine Defoe when you could save yourself money and own Christian Benteke or even less even more money by going to Gabbiadini or the Christian Benteke who's eighth overall in forward scoring this season. I mean he is he is in great form right now. Right. He has climbed to eighth overall on the back of this second half surge. Yeah. It's mm. gonna I feel like with all the, the amount of points and the place that Defoe still is overall for points on the season, it just shows what an amazing first part of the season Jermaine Defoe had. Uh time to go. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, we said it's not about overall points anymore. It's about who's in form, who's going to get you to the end. Um, yeah, avoid Defoe. They're not playing for anything anymore. They're probably going to be mathematically eliminated this coming weekend. Yep. Uh, just move on. And when and when United sells David de Gea for uh, to uh, that's not Real Madrid. That's not happening. Uh, and they need a replacement keeper. Welcome to Manchester, Jordan Pickford. He's British. Uh, listen, I That's hope for Pickford's sake British. that happens, but De Gea is not going anywhere. No, All he's right. British. Pickford would go to be the backup. De Gea is not British. No, Pickford is. Yeah, I know. Howdy, partners. It's the injury roundup. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to know about some injuries? Yeah. No, there's not. Body. Honestly, there's not a whole lot of, of massive significance. We already talked about there. There couldn't be more people injured for... I mean, really, for Manchester City and Manchester United, there's like 100 people injured between the two of those teams. D- uh, David Silva didn't play. That's because they own 300 players each. <laughs> right. So you lose Silva for the match. Uh, Raheem Sterling gets to have fun start for a minute. Uh, but, I mean, Jesus is, is sniffing mm-hmm. right around the corner. So that's going to be, you know, it's nice to see him back again. Uh, you lost... Pogba in the match, you now are down, uh, you're already down a hundred other guys if you're Manchester United, so none none of those situations are going away anytime soon. Uh, Scott, like you said, Mamadou Sako, Palace is already down Scott Dan, James Tompkins, now Sako. Big Sam says, with all the rest of us, hopefully it's not a cruciate ligament. Mm. They're not sure yet. Uh, I like how they always they only ever call it a cruciate. Like, well, we're so we're so used to the pro- American professional ACL. football ACL anterior. Uh, we like ACL, we like MCL, PCL anterior. Yeah, not medial or not collateral ligament. Posterior. 
or posterior cruciate ligament. The, the PCL is also that's cruciate. Right. So that's what they're trying to determine which cruciate ligament, if it is one. But no matter what, he thinks it's possible to rely that they they will need to rely on other central defenders, possibly for the remainder of the season. Palace at the safe, very right? least weeks. They're oh not, yeah, they're not. They're I mean, safe. Oh no, no, they're safe. Their form has been good enough that yeah, they jumped good. way up. But that but that middle but like we said last week, nine to seventeen is so uh, is it's not many points between those those yeah. those spots. Uh, like we said, you know, you got Danny Rose coming back. That's big for Spurs. Uh, obviously, that will impact their uh, defensive rotation. You think that the natural guy, if they are, de- if they deem him fit enough, it's Ben Davis that goes back off. Uh, but who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? Who knows how fit he is? Either way, Danny Rose is within a couple weeks you would think of, yeah. of getting his uh, his spot back he's got an orange triangle by his <laughs> Musa Dembele like we said too uh, a, a doubt for the match versus Arsenal with an ankle issue who knows what that's going to be uh, and then also uh, I don't know how much you care about Claudio Bravo he has a injury. <laughs> what a turn <laughs> That's it. There's not a there's not a, a ton. I think right. we'll hear more as uh, as the week goes on. So if there's any, but of any significance, those are the those are the ones in the last few days that were right that on. were big. Scott, where can people find us? FantasySoccerFC.com is our website at FantasySoccerFC, our Twitter handle, and of course our Facebook page, Fantasy Soccer FC. There's a theme there. It's Fantasy Soccer FC. That's it. That is it. I love it. I love it. All right, listen. We uh, we're at the end of our record-setting second pod in a week, and we're tired. It's been yeah. hard work. It has been. <laughs> hey, so guess what? In what? like a day and a half, full full slate of matches. Oh man! Saturday, don't, Sunday, Monday. Don't forget the Saturday eleven o'clock match. The Sunday eleven o'clock match, best match of the weekend, as Arsenal. I I tell you, you know what? Rooting interest. I don't know what I'm rooting for in this game. You're I always want Arsenal to win. But I know how valuable. I sort of accepted the fact that Arsenal probably won't make top top four. So even though now there's a small chance that that could happen, so then do I not want Tottenham to have three hey, points? I got a compromise for you. If Everton wins or draws against Chelsea, you have to root for Spurs. You have to. I agree. Okay. That's so weird, though, man. Sorry, man. It's the it, you the, know what that's like, right? The season demands it. I agree. Your club's your club, bro. The way I've cursed everyone, maybe I should root for Chelsea this weekend, and maybe then I should root for whatever result no, is better. You can't for... fool anyone. No. You can't really root for Chelsea. Interesting. All right. Listen, for thanks. David. Thanks for joining us. For him, for me. For me, for him, and you. For the Fancy Soccer FC podcast. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>